Welcome back, everyone. Uh, welcome to Thanksgiving week, the Turkey week. And uh, just want to start things off by saying, you know, in our, our quest to convince brands to not take themselves so seriously, we want to give a quick shout out to Ryan Reynolds, who did a classic Thanksgiving mood or uh, Thanksgiving move um, by stuffing an ad inside an ad inside an ad uh, for Samsung Aviation and Netflix movies. And uh, just think about that. Give that a watch while you're eating that stuffed turkey and this Sam- week. And but, sampling uh, TVs. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did I leave them out? Oh, God, they were all in it. So uh, <laughs> I guess the, the the tryptophan from the turkey has already hit me, and I haven't even had it yet. But uh, we're here. We're excited to get going. We've got another bite-sized take this week, and hopefully something coming up on Thursday that I don't want to announce just yet. And uh, we'll see if we can get that pulled off. Um, how y'all doing? You guys, You guys living good? How's life? Mm-hmm. I'm chilling. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I gotta say. <laughs> I feel like we're all probably a little bit tired after ASU's win over Oregon last night. Sorry, over number six Oregon last night. Yes, I know. I was. We can't late. not bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. Typical ASU beating the number six team in the country after losing to the rest of the Pac-12. <laughs> It's a young team. We, we, you know, Jaden's a baller. That's all I'll say. And then we'll get into the ads here. Yeah. Um, well, ASU was particularly speedy and fast and effective uh, against Oregon, number six Oregon, last night. Uh, Australia um, has come out with an ad campaign um, done by, uh, you're going to love this creative name, this creative agency name, um, Bear Meets Eagle on Fire, which is probably the most advertising name I've yes. ever heard. Um, <laughs> Amazing. Um, it's a creative studio founded by uh, Mika Walker, who's a former Fallon London partner and was a creative director at Wide in Portland, uh, as well as Josh Mullins, former executive producer of Revolver slash Will O'Rourke, which is also a very agency name. So it makes sense that they landed on Bear Meets Eagle on Fire. But in Australia, they did a campaign for telecom network Optus. Uh, which is trying to explain the benefits of 5G to Australians. And I think the tricky thing when it comes to explaining how something works, especially something like tech, you really have to kind of keep it in simple, easy to understand terms because frankly, like if people don't understand something, they're not going to care about it Uh, because also the future is so intangible and technology can be so confusing. It's it's a very fine line to walk, but I think these do a great job of doing it. Um, There's, four spots in total, all different scenarios of 5G explained by, and then it's like by grannies, by five guitarists, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's like different scenarios where these different five characters are in there. My favorite is the granny one where it's four grannies sitting at a table. And then the fifth granny is just painfully slowly using an electric chair to just kind of slowly roll over to the table and then she crashes into it. Um, and they're all just pretty funny, kind of kitschy, but really good job of explaining it in a simple way. Uh, Zach, what are your thoughts? Uh, first of all, to your point about um, bear meets Eagle on fire. <laughs> uh, I had a very similar reaction and I walked into Bob's office and I was like, I know that you know that agencies have a lot of fun names, but did you know that there is an agency <laughs> that's called Bear Meets Eagle on Fire? So a- applause necessary to them because, yeah, <laughs> uh, I loved that when I saw it, especially standing out on the ad age site at the bottom, you know, as you're like scrolling through all the agency names and that just 
I think I clicked on these ads because I saw that name before I clicked on the ads because of what the ads were. So there's that. Um, and I had to say it. It's, it uh, sorry, back to, the, <laughs> back to the actual ads. Um, I would agree with you, Trent. My favorite by far was the first one, the Granny's one. Uh, just because to me, while they all do a, a great job, like you said, explaining some of the benefits of 5G in very easy to understand terms, uh, that first one does the best job, I think, showing yeah. it, like literally showing the benefit, you know, and it creates that sense of like, oh, my God, this is so slow uh, that you wouldn't necessarily consider until you actually have to sit through a mm-hmm. moment like that. Immediately, I started thinking of the... Uh, Gosh, is it Zootopia? Yeah, with the sloth. Where the sloths are flash, yeah, flash, immediately I started yard dash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but just it creates that like almost that sense of like anxiety, like like let's go, like you know what I mean. And I think that is the perfect representation of uh, conveying the benefit of five G to someone who might not understand what that means. And a lot of people don't necessarily understand exactly what it means. You know, it, it, they know it, it means better internet, but but how much better and you know when you're showing it's like a granny rolling up compared to a regular person walking through uh walking through life it it makes sense and when you've got the characters explaining that more people can play games at the same time i was gonna say i do want to give a shout out to Uh, that one too because there's another one they did where there's five different video game characters that are all like in like a house together like almost like a weird sitcom crossover and they're all confused mm-hmm. and they're, they're like who are you why are you here and the donut's just sitting on the couch why like well with 5g here? there's more internet to play more games at the same time and it's like all right, yeah. it's on the nose but i appreciate it <laughs> it's it's funny because the order that these are in on the uh article or actually the order i enjoyed <laughs> yeah, them same, in actually. like from a founder of we're vibing with the <laughs> 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 but yeah i would agree with you that uh i really like the characters one as well and then just to to call it out the five guitarist one when they're speeding through their set and the the uh front man just explodes and we were left with his like steaming boots sitting on the ground uh got yeah. my award for the biggest chuckle <laughs> yeah out of it but yeah so i really liked them yeah what do you think definitely definitely um yeah i kind of enjoyed them in a similar order I felt like that um, the Granny's one, it felt like, to me, it was the only one that really explained what 5G was in any sort of way. But um, I really enjoyed it. And obviously, it's like, you know, in in this day and age, you know, where our attention spans are so short, everyone's always bouncing around and stuff, you know, something slow like that can really kind of get your attention, I think, sometimes. Um, And yeah, definitely the gag with the boots was by far the best part. Besides uh, in the geniuses one, uh, there was one, you know, where they have five geniuses up in like a game show type format. The game show host's hair is... Yeah, can we uh, talk about that? It's something to (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's something to, to remember. A little bit reminiscent of uh, our president, but uh, it, it, it is know. one of those things. <laughs> Who knows what they're trying to it, say? It's there. one of those things. Where it's like, was that intentional? Like, or was it just completely unintentional? And if it was intentional, what were they trying to say there? It's just so funny because that one, like, all I could say was like, all I was thinking the whole time was like, is this supposed to be like a Trump lookalike? It was just so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, yeah, and that's that, the, it. Almost took away from the actual ad because i was only focused on like yeah. how this guy was supposed to be looking like trump most of the time so curious it was, to probably that just like, it was probably just some wig that they had laying around the production shop <laughs> like, like, just alive. Alive. <laughs> just, just grab this one 
It's like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, exactly. So, Cole, to your point, I do think, and Trent brought this up, I do think the game characters one does a good job of explaining it as well. But I will agree okay. that the other two, yeah. it was yeah. must, much less easy to understand what they were trying to say about. Bible. Yeah, it's the classic, uh, you know, just keep throwing yeah. out jokes until one sticks. Yeah. But, uh, I think in this case, at least a couple of them did. And I don't even know if it's like a matter exactly. of filters, but like I think, or, or a matter of short attention attention span rather, but I think like it's a matter of just people have such quick filters these days because they've gotten so used to seeing these. Like all these kinds of digital ads have been around for over 20 years now. And it's like at this point we get it and we can filter it out in the same way we filter out like a billboard or a print ad and all that shit. And I think these do a nice job of breaking through just because it is so offbeat and different. And I think... I think that was a key takeaway for me too, to your point, Cole, is like, all right, if you're going to try and explain something, you got to come at it from a different angle so that at least just feels like engaging and catches your attention, at least for a little bit, uh, which I think the granny one probably does the best job of. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, definitely. all right, this is the definitely. elephant in the room. We're just going to get to it. We didn't tweet about it this week, um, which shout out to Maddie. Uh, over at UT Austin, she's a copywriter, a very good one that's been helping us out with some tweets lately. So you'll probably see us tweeting on Twitter more, uh, which is a fun sentence to say. Um, tweeting on Twitter. All right, we're getting into it. South Dakota has a new anti-meth campaign, but you wouldn't know it from the campaign. <laughs> That's just how I'm going to start this. Now, Zach and I have talked a lot about it offline, and uh, we have different thoughts on it. But let's just start with it like this. South Dakota's new slogan for their anti-meth campaign is meth. We're on it. Now, I showed this to many people around the office at, at 72, and all of them had the same reaction of, wait, like, what What do they, like, like, they're all on meth? Like, very confused as they're, like, earnestly trying to figure it out for the sake of an anti-drug campaign and, like, not wanting to disrespect it. Um, so, yeah, the governor has said, this is our problem and together we need to get on it, which, okay, I get it. But the problem is when you're going to spend $450,000 on a campaign, which, LOL, you'd think the tagline would be something a little bit less ambiguous and confusing. So, there are print ads and posters that have different people, uh, for example, a very old rancher that just looks, it's not the best one to lead with, I will say. And I'm not trying to be rude to the man, but again, it's just a very old, confused looking rancher. And it just in big font, big type says meth period. I'm on it. And then there's a picture of a younger man in a cafe and it says meth, I'm on it. And then there's a picture of three young high school footballers and it says meth, we're on it. And then there's a older lady in a nice looking coat sitting on a rock in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and it says meth, I'm on it. And then you think that that's not confusing enough. But then you watch the ad and it's a film. It's like a 60 second film of a bunch of different people with no context just saying meth, I'm on it. I'm on it too. I'm on meth, says the little girl. Like it, it just, it's a hilarious flop in my opinion. Um there's it's going to be in billboards posters and to zach will tell you that he thinks it was intended to be this way I, i'm just going to open it up with i don't think it was intended to be this way uh especially because the governor of south dakota has been very active on twitter trying to defend the ad 
and saying, quote, like, even if even if people are misinterpreting it, like it, it did its job because now there's a conversation. And it's like, OK, true. But it's like, come on, guys. I feel like in today's day and age, $450,000 can get a lot better than this. So, Zach, with that, I'm going to pass it off to you. Um, first of all, since we did interpret it differently and for the sake of um, discussion, what do you what do you think was the expected way for it to be interpreted? I think it was expected to be the, oh, I get it. We're all, this is all our problem that we have to own. We're all in it together. We all own this problem. I think that's okay. what they were thinking. Okay. Um, cause we had a really nice discussion about whether or not the the majority of our discussion was whether or not it was supposed to be a double meaning or a singular meaning that got misinterpreted yeah. by the public. It's a good way to sum it up. And, you know, and I think that's, yeah. that's why I'm hesitant to say I like the actual ads, uh, because they were so ambiguous, but at the same time, I do think that. Um, the landing page does a lot to help you kind of understand that it actually was meant to be the mm -hmm. double meaning, which I didn't look at the first day, Trent. I don't know if you've I looked at it yet. I didn't even know there was but a I landing page, the TBH. Yeah. Well, the, the, first of all, the URL to the landing page is on meth. <laughs> okay, guys, like... <laughs> um, I'm not even but it's very clear when you go to the landing page that it's very clear when you go to the landing page that they did mean the double meaning. Uh, there's a video of the governor talking uh, where she's like saying we are all like meth is a problem and it's showing the the photos that they used in the ads. Uh, so it's describing pretty much that all those people in the ads were on meth or at least that's what they were inferring. But I do like that it kind of shows the uh, oh, really? dichotomy between I need help and I want to get help. It's very clear when you go to the site that it's highlighting both of those things. Um, not sure. I don't know that it is. How can you look at that site and not think that it's talking about both? <laughs> I, I honestly, I'm not seeing it. I don't know. Like, cause it's just talking about how it's everyone's problem. We all own it together, which makes me think the singular meaning. Scroll down a little bit. I need help. I want to help. Um, and then we get down yeah. to if you watch the video at the bottom where the governor's on camera talking. She says meth is a widespread problem and it's it's played while they're showing all the photos that they used in the ad saying we're on it okay. uh, not in the sense of like you, we're you doing keep talking you keep talking i'm gonna go on here and watch this um but to that point what i will i this campaign is the one of the strangest things i have ever seen in my advertising career like ever and cole you can jump in whenever you want to as well because i think to me, yeah, it's where it falters is that uh, you obviously don't want this much ambiguity uh, in your campaign, you know, like it should be, especially like Trent mentioned, if you're spending half a million dollars, you should know exactly what the message is. Um, yeah, you should know that they're whether or not they're saying we're on it, meaning we're on the problem or whether or not they're saying we're on it, meaning we're on meth. <laughs> well, and I just watched the <laughs> video the and, it seemed, and again, like we, one of us that. is right and maybe both of us are right. You know what I mean? But like it, when, when they show the photos that they used in the ads, they're talking about it again yeah. in the second they're like, and we need to tackle it together. So it's like, <laughs> it's just so ambiguous. I don't know if they are. Look at the, the, the people's faces in those photos don't say we need to well, tackle it together. They say, 
I'm concerned. I think they're concerned about the. <laughs> None of the photos say I'm We're positive that we can I do something. I think they're all about concerned this. about it. I mean. Yeah, but concerned because they might I mean, be on think, meth or because they are on meth. Or they're concerned that El really Camino was poor, a bit of a flop. Poor uh, <laughs> Yeah. It's like... Um, so, but back to what I was saying. Uh, so that's why I don't want to credit the campaign with being a good campaign is because I don't think any campaign that is this ambiguous should be considered good. But at the same time, after working on some stuff like this... Uh, most of the stuff that happens in this space never gets talked about and doesn't work at all. And so I'd be very curious to see right now. The problem is that everyone's talking about the ad and not the problem because everyone's trying to figure out if the ad was talking about the fact that the state's on meth or Mm -hmm. we're on it, meaning we're doing something about the problem. Um, However, I'm very curious to see what the results are from everyone talking about the ad. If it actually leads people to this site they click on the get help button or or the I want to help button and actually start making a difference. If it if it does move anything like that, I'd consider it a success because there are a lot of things that don't work in this space. Actually, almost everything we've ever seen doesn't work in this space. Uh, and so if this does like more power to them for finding a way to, to break through. Yeah, I actually I have to agree with you there, Zach. I mean, I feel like it's like there's so you, you got to think that this this is one of you know, probably 50, you know, ads that, you know, there's probably something like this in practically every state that happens, but there's only one that we're talking about. And it's this one. And it's because they kind of sparked a little bit of a controversy with it. You know, it's like people were talking about it. And I mean, that I think that the golden question is kind of what you're talking about is that, you know, does it reflect it on the, the results side? You know, because I mean, just because you get a bunch of publicity doesn't mean that that many people made it to this site but if they did i mean they had the platform and so you know they can take that moment of kind of controversy and people talking about you know what the like what the fuck is going on here like how did they run this you know and i mean because honestly i don't think they originally intended for it to seem that way i don't think they were thinking about it in that way um you know and then they've kind of been able to adopt this well like oh it was a publicity sort of a a thing you know everyone's on it you know it's kind of like uh they were able to spin it but uh i mean yeah if it's if it's able to get that much publicity i think it's a success in one way but i mean i guess you'd have to see what happened on the on the back end there to see if people are actually donating or you know what they achieved what it was able to do well yeah what is the campaign Mm -hmm. goal of this like Is there is there a money fund? Is it just bringing? I think it's just to bring awareness. But Zach, I mean, you bring up a very good point, and this doesn't even need to be said, but I'll say it anyway. Obviously, we support any group that's trying to do something to raise awareness about how difficult and how many challenges and how badly this can affect your life, such as meth. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, we're going to support something mm-hmm. like that. But again, I think it's just a case of unclear, like campaign goals and probably conflicting visions for how to bring it about the agency behind it there was an ad agency behind it. it's called their name broadhead which is also a solid agency name um i just want to read a couple quotes from them about the campaign that makes me think that they were not trying to go for a double meaning um they say Quote, um, in Broadhead's explanation of the project posted on its website, the company wrote that previous meth awareness campaigns target people at risk for trying meth, and they found that it would be better to expand the audience 
which would lead to a unique space and message that has been missing from the dialogue. Um, so they're essentially trying to focus on people who aren't on meth and talking about how it's their problem to own. Um, they say, um, the point that they kept coming up in their research was South Dakota's pride, and they thought about how to activate that pride in a way that can make a difference. South Dakotans are very prideful people, whether it be American Indian who resides on a reservation, is very prideful about that particular culture, or a Rust River rancher and the operation that he runs or in Norse and so falls, and just the pride of living in South Dakota. That pride moved the message from fear to optimism, empowerment, and an understanding that the meth academic affects everyone in South Dakota. We wanted to give them this message that we all need to be on it. If you look at the numbers, it's really easy to imagine that the entire state can overcome overcome by this thing. Um, so I think like there's like they kind of get to it where it's like, all right, anyone could be affected by this. So it's on us to solve it. And but I think that that insight leads to a little bit of a confusion in the execution, to your point. And it's just very interesting. It's very, very interesting. That's what I'm saying. This is honestly mm-hmm. maybe the strangest campaign I've ever seen. <laughs> Like, <laughs> here, I'm just gonna I'm gonna ask this, Zach. <laughs> is it can worthy? I don't know. I think that depends on results, and I don't know <laughs> how the judges factor in that stuff because I don't want to. That's what I'm saying is I don't, I don't want to say it is because the ambiguity I don't think makes it effective as a as a messaging tool because it doesn't. We've been talking about this for what ten minutes and we can't come to a consensus on what it's saying. Yeah, you know, like and. Mm. We just know they don't want us to do math. Which, <laughs> yeah, if people around the country are having yeah. similar discussions do- about this, however, at the same time, people around the country are having all of these discussions about meth. And if that actually does convert people in a way, good because nothing really yeah. does. You know, there have been so many attempts that don't, and that's why I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to think about it in terms of whether or not it's yeah. a good ad or not. Uh, I think most of my argument has still been on whether or not they meant the double entendre um, or the double meaning. And I still think they do. I, I still think the landing page makes it very obvious that yeah. they do. It'll uh, continue that, to be. A- oh, go ahead. Uh, Cole. No, I was just going to say too, that, I mean, I'm, I'm reading here through the article a little bit more and it, there is a quote from someone at an anti-meth treatment place that's saying, you know, anything that brings attention to the addiction problem is a good thing. For sure. And again, it's just like whether or not, you know, it's like the, you know, this might have reached a hundred more, a hundred times more people than any other addiction campaign. And if, you know, even one or two of those people go and check out the site, you know, I feel like that can be a win for them because I mean, name another addiction treatment ad this year, you know? So it's just, I feel like that's kind of, it stands out, if anything. It's, it's, it stands out. Yeah. But yeah. It, yeah. I mean, yes. And I, I do. Okay. Yes, I agree. I agree. And we'll move on for the sake of time. We'll move on. But I will say too, like, if this was about anything else that wasn't like, like a life threatening, life altering, like thing that has could have such a negative impact on your life, I feel like we'd be even harsher about it. Because like, yes, it's it, it, the awareness for it may have gotten one more person to look at the site, which is a win. And now I am aware that there is a meth problem in South Dakota when I wasn't previously, which is a win. But like at the same time, 
like it feels a little bit of a cop out to say oh our ad was so confusing that yeah now more people are aware i guess so but like from a craft standpoint from a quality standpoint if you if that wasn't your intention in the first place then you kind of just lucked into it and it's just interesting but what if it was their intention? well and we don't know i don't think it was that's what I'm like saying. again but like we've spent more time like i feel like as a as a country we spend more time discussing how confusing the ad was than we have talking about the fact that there's a meth problem in South mm-hmm. Dakota and what does meth do to your life? Has it impacted someone around you? Um, what can we do to help solve it? Instead, we're all talking about what the fuck did they mean with this ad? And I think that that's a, that's not a win mm-hmm. in my opinion. I think that is a loss because oh. it just, it distracts from the ultimate problem. You know what I mean? And maybe, I, I don't know, I could be alone in that, but it's just, I don't know. I guess. No, it's, I, Trent, I, it's like nothing, no, nothing, it's nothing like anything there. I've seen before. I feel like, but so it, that's also, yeah. Else. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, Trent, I made that same point. I think yeah. while you were watching that video, uh, about literally what you just said is that like, we're talking about the ad, not about the problem, which isn't a good thing. Um, however, if it does lead more people to this site and they do have a problem and they, as a result, actually click through, then, I don't care how they click through as long as they're doing it. You know what I mean? So like, that's what I'm saying is it really just comes down to me to what the results end up being from this, because we know that this is a very tough segment. It's very, very difficult to, to convert people, especially because we're talking about an addiction, like no ad is going to solve the problem. Yeah. You know, like you need, you need help. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like you can just quit meth, mm-hmm. you know, or any any sort of drug for that matter. You can't just yep. your perception isn't going to change and magically you'll get off of it. Like there's withdrawals. There's there's all these things that you you physically cannot do it without help. And so. It's it just depends, I think, if this ends up getting more people treatment or getting more people involved in in fighting for more treatment or for more awareness, whatever more awareness, whatever their their goal is. Yeah, I mean, okay, and like, I'll just, I'll, I'll say this too, and then we'll move on. I, like, I applaud the effort to try and do something different in the space, but I also think that it is incorrect to say that there's been nothing unique done in the space recently. Because I just think about all the freaking great stuff this last year that has gone viral for positive ways. I mean, there's a can-winning piece of work. I forget who. I think maybe it was BBH or someone in Chicago or something. Uh, did a campaign for prescription drug addiction and it was literally a touring museum of all the people who die a year from prescription drug overdoses and it was carving a new face into a pill like every couple minutes to symbolize how like how many people die every certain amount of minutes that was super successful there was uh, 72 and sunny with truth did live streamed a person going through withdrawals in the middle of new york city uh to symbolize like how deadly and how much damage that can do to your life like there was another one that did a giant brain made of flowers with different notes and like some of them were decaying and it had different things about addiction empowerment of how to get through it and like there's been a lot of things that have broken through without being ambiguous and confusing so like again like i'm not going to shit on someone for trying to do something different like it's hard like advertising is not fucking easy um but it's just interesting um and with, and with that, I guess we'll move on to another Christmas ad. <laughs> because that's what time of year it is. <laughs> um, the Spanish lottery uh, is promoting the idea of buying 
tickets uh, for family members, which is nice to know that it's not just a, a U.S. thing. I think that seems to be something that's pretty prevalent around the world of getting these lottery tickets as a fun way to kind of share the anticipation of hope and possibility that you could win something during the holiday season. Um, but there's four different like 90 second spots. Um, I'll just read you the headline because it'll kind of give you an idea. It's these poignant short films promote their shared lottery tickets, a masterclass in storytelling <clears throat> uh, by uh, BDO over in uh, Spain. And uh, it's four very different spots, but they all kind of are these really emotional vignettes uh, there's one where like there's the father's daughter has a new boyfriend over and he's not keen to let them in on the on the tradition until the the new boyfriend is like, oh, I hope you don't mind. I, I got you a lottery ticket. I was thinking of you guys. And then he hides under the table to quickly write his name on the card, too. Just funny. There's another one where it's this woman in a hospital with her caretaker and uh, the caretaker gives her a lottery card. And is like, I want you to think about what you'll do with this money when you get out because you will make it out of this. And like. There's another one that was like kind of sad where it's this father goes to his ex-daughter-in-law's house because even though his son divorced her, she'll always be family to him, which fuck the son. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they're, they're very good emotive stuff. It's I will say, though, they feel long. They feel very long. There's not a lot of energy in them. I'm not sure if it's a cultural thing with that's what's more relevant to Spain or if there is a certain decision creative decision made in that point but they did feel like very long spots to me and uh as a viewer and i'm curious to to hear what you think of them uh zach um what i liked about these more than anything uh and this goes back to the the conversation we've had almost every week around holiday advertising um is i think these do a very good job of getting to that same sentiment that we talk about the heartwarmingness you know the the spirit of the holiday season. Um, however, they do it in a very, in my opinion, like real way. Yeah. Uh, whereas most of the stuff we see has that whimsical, that magical quality to it. Uh, these tackled very honest, real depictions of actual things that happen around the holidays uh, with that heartwarming, you know, ending tied to them with the, the gift giving ending tied to them, but they're not going for, holiday cheer blah 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 they're going for i'm gonna go meet with my husband's or my ex-daughter-in-law you know my husband's ex-wife um like that sort of stuff i'm gonna i'm a nurse talking to someone who's terminally ill uh and so they just they take a very honest approach to real life situations yeah. uh and like real instances of of very heartwarming moments that you could highlight um another thing i want to bring up just because we talked about this right before we got on here is um, the significance of the lottery in Spain. Because uh, obviously, like you, like you brought up, Trent, um, we might have different perceptions of the lottery here because like when I first watched them too, I was like, a lottery ticket? Like that's the epitome of like a heartwarming Christmas gift. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, however, I think they have a very different perception of what the lottery is there. And, and it obviously has a different meaning to them. Uh, in their culture uh, and more significance around it because it seems to be the gift of choice unless they're just trying to position themselves like that. Uh, but for that matter, I, I just really liked, I think they were good, honest moments, you know, good, honest pieces of storytelling. Yes. A little long, like you said, and, and quite slow, 
uh, very slow burns, but they really focused on telling that story to the best of its ability rather than promoting the product per se. Uh, the product part comes in in the last 30 seconds. Yeah, and I think going along with that, the, the line at the end of the film for each of them is the Christmas lottery period, the lottery that mm-hmm. brings us together. Um, and yeah, to your point, definitely like very well told stories. A little, a little slow, but like they did a really good job of like, yeah, you feel something yeah. in ninety seconds, which I I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I think that is part of what makes them really good ads, and part of what makes it you know kind of difficult in some ways to get this message across in a quicker way. Um, not that you need to, because I think this enters like the tradition of Spanish lottery ads. I mean, there's been other pieces in the past. I know there's even like a Can Lion uh, winning spot in 2015, I yeah. believe. There's an animated version yeah. um, that was really quite good. And so I think it, it does kind of highlight the fact that the lottery is seen as something more charitable in Spain. Um, but I think it's kind of cool to see really part of a it seeming like a Christmas tradition there. Um, and I think to, you know, Zach's point of it feeling real and being sort of real, um, even from the way that the ads are like shot, they're very, it, it's, there's not a lot of bright colors. It doesn't feel like a Christmas ad uh, when you're watching it. Um, but in, in that same way, you know, it kind of captures that time of year because, you know, it's not always super festive and, you know, quote unquote magical, you know, this, and, uh, Christmas. Um, but you know, it's about bringing those, those, uh, positive feelings of gift giving of charity of, you know, kind of reaching out and opening up to others. Um, and I think that all of these ads capture that in a really good way. And I mean, there's, there is a lot of craft I think here, which makes it enjoyable to watch, uh, you know, for a minute 30. Um, so I, I, I think I think they're they're very solid, and I think it it just highlights kind of a cool part of Spanish culture, and I think another another home run. Yeah, I think that's a good way to sum it up. I mean, again, we talk about how it's nice to see different stuff for holiday ads, and it's like, while this is definitely in the same vein of like the wholesome stuff, I think the way they tell it feels very much more real and honest. Um. Which I appreciate. And like, honestly, like the more I think about it, to your point, Zach and Cole, like hats off to how much they're able to fit in there narrative wise in just such a short amount of time. Pretty wild. Um, And yeah, I mean, that's kind of like unless either of you have any closing thoughts, that's this week's episode. Um, That is your bite sized takes a little bit of a more of a full course meal for uh, the uh, the South Dakota meth meth campaign. But hey, it's Thanksgiving. We want we want to make sure you're fed. And um, Good one. yeah, I'm I'm working yeah, to try yeah. and secure an interview potentially, um, that will hopefully be up this Thursday. But I don't want to announce anything yet in case it falls through. So definitely circle back. We'll post about it uh, on Twitter and Instagram, of course, if we do end up having it. Uh, but yeah, otherwise we'll see you um, back here either this Thursday or we'll see you here next Tuesday. Um, and make sure to like hit us up on Twitter, like uh, at Salad underscore Podcast. Send us a note letting us know what you think about this meth spot, what your thoughts are and honestly what you thought about any of the other spots we talked about today or send us a DM on Instagram, you know, uh, definitely interested in keeping the conversation going. And, uh, yeah, it's been a interesting week in ads and I'm excited to see 
We've only got a few more weeks left in this <laughs> year. I think maybe six of them or so. And uh, curious to see what we've got, <laughs> what kind of crazy ad attitudes we can get from these spots uh, coming up here. So, yeah. <laughs> see you all again soon. Definitely. Adios. And have an ad-tastic week. Woo!